This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 69 degrees at 604. Forecast for today. From the Gulf Auto like Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. But they have not posted specifics about the boys' height, weight, or distinguishing marks or piercings. There are no specifics available concerning any special considerations that might be required associated with COPS developmental delay challenges. There were no updates early today concerning the missing 16-year-old. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Endicott Police at 607-785-3341 and choose Option 2 in order to reach a dispatcher in the Endicott Police Department. WMBF First News Time, 6.06. A Broome County man is expected to be sentenced to state prison after he admitted repeatedly engaging in sexual activity with a boy under the age of 11. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 62-year-old James Sullivan Jr. of Vestal pleaded guilty in Broome County Court Monday to felony counts of criminal sexual act and sexual abuse. Sullivan admitted engaging in sexual conduct with a boy on multiple occasions between 2010 and 2016. Under a plea deal, Sullivan is to be sentenced to seven years in prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision. Sentencing has been scheduled for October. The allegations against Sullivan were investigated by the Vestal Police and the New York State Police. WMBF First News Time, 606. A Southern Tier Annual Adoption Center will soon leave the place it's called home for the past 10 years. Every Cat's Dream, which originally was called Every Dog's Dream has announced it will be moving out of the Petco store on Harriel Drive in Johnson City and is looking to adopt out all or most of their cats as they move to a smaller location. A Facebook post did not explain the reason for the hasty departure from the Petco, but people familiar with the situation said they understood the group was given 30 days to leave. Audrey Warther, who heads the organization she founded to help the animals, could not be released for comment. An employee at the Johnson City Petco store was unable to discuss the situation and a manager was not available. Responding to a reply to the original Facebook announcement, Every Cat's Dream said they were moving to a smaller location and planned on focusing more on the trap-neuter release program for feral cats. The post indicated the rescue would move to the storefront at Dickin Memorial Animal Hospital on East Main Street in Endicott. Petco received harsh criticism, as you remember, after around 100 animals died at the store in September 2011 floods. The Broome County residents and people for the ethics treatment of animals called for, called for a criminal investigation of the actions of the Petco management. The company searched for another area location following the disaster but decided to reopen at the same site. After the flood, Petco CEO said the company planned to donate money to area animal welfare groups. Petco allowed Every Dog's Dream to set up an adoption center inside the store when it resumed its operations. WMBF News Time 608. 
The Vesto School District this week is resuming the summer food service program, offering free meals to children age 18 and younger. The meals are eat-in only and being served Monday through Friday at the Clayton Avenue Elementary School. Breakfast is served from 8 till 9.30 a.m. and lunch from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. No meals are being delivered and meals cannot be taken off-site. According to officials with the Vestal School District, the program is modified from the prior couple of years when the pandemic forced the food to be handed out for takeout. And in the first few months of the COVID situation, they had to use a drive through distribution at sites throughout the district. Those working with agencies to address food insecurity say there's an increase in the need for food services during the summer months when children who normally are able to avail themselves of the free or reduced cost school lunch programs during the regular school year find they are without resources for lunch and sometimes breakfast as well over the summer. The Vestal School District summer meals will continue through August 19th. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. Good morning, it's 610 here at WMBF. I'm James Kelly on First News alongside Kathy White. It's time for a check on traffic and weather here. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. through tonight, Tuesday, July 12th. And New York State Department of Transportation will also be conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. And morning commuters may still be noticing some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work. It's running 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Wednesday night, July 6th through Thursday night, July 14th. Check on weather in downtown downtown Binghamton right now. It's a little hot. A little hot for 6 o'clock in the morning. 69 degrees. Humidity is 68%. Today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 9 a.m. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds. The winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour, and the chance of rain is 40%. Tonight, patchy fog after 4 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 60 degrees. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., and a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., I'm mostly sunny with a high near 82 degrees. Chance of rain about 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 59 degrees. Thursday, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. But mostly sunny with a high near 80 degrees. Chance of rain 20%. And Thursday night will be mostly clear with a low around 56 before we get into a pretty good looking weekend. 612 here at WMBF. Save. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 
614 here at WMBF. First news with James Kelly and Kathy White. Time for a check on sports. Last night, Max Scherzer pitched seven strong innings. Luis Guillermo homered and drove in two runs. And the New York Mets beat Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves 4-1 to in the opening game of their National League East showdown. Pete Alonso also had two RBIs, and Scherzer gave up only three hits, including Austin Riley's 24th homer in the seventh inning. That cut the Mets' lead to one, but Guillaume answered with his homer off Darren O'Day in the eighth. And Robinson Cano, former Met, obtained by Atlanta for $1 in a minor league deal with the San Diego Padres on Sunday, had two hits in his Braves debut. You know when they said the Braves acquired Robinson Cano for cash considerations? I didn't think that was going to be $1. Really kind of undersold the lead there announcing that trade. Cash considerations. That was really cash consideration singular because it was only $1. Can't feel good if you're Robinson Cano to just be passed around Major League Baseball at this point in your career. I imagine he wishes the Padres would have gotten at least something back instead of one singular dollar for his service in San Diego. Didn't really play much in San Diego, and that that didn't last long after the Mets released him earlier this year. The Mets are actually paying the majority of his hefty salary. So for the Atlanta Braves to acquire him for $1 and then only have to pay him the prorated league minimum for as long as he's on the team, it's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal for Robinson Cano and... You know, you could send him down to AAA if you need to. It's a minor league deal. If you don't have room for him on the roster anymore, you can just get rid of him. No game for the Yankees last night. They'll open a three-game series at home against the lowly Cincinnati Reds tonight. Garrett Cole is going to be going for the Yankees. He's got an 8-2 record, 326 ERA. Against Graham Ashcraft, 4-2 and two record. 435 ERA. The Yankees expectedly are heavily favorited. They have a 61 and 25 record overall compared to the 32 and 54 overall record for the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, what can you expect when you have Tommy Pham batting third for you? If Tommy Pham is hitting in the heart of your order, you got problems. No game for the Rumble Ponies last night either. They're back in action tonight on the road against the Erie Seawolves. It's a pretty good name. The Rumble Ponies versus the Seawolves. Game's at 6.05. And if you don't feel like driving out to Erie for a baseball game, you can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starting about 5.50 with Jacob Wilkins. See if the Rumble Ponies can get hot. Right now, 31-50 on the season. They just lost Mets' top prospect, catcher Francisco Alvarez. He got called up to AAA. So, you know, the offense has been a little quiet lately for them. Other sports news, non-baseball news. Former Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears running back Marion Barber III died of heat stroke, police said on Monday. In a statement, police in the Dallas suburb of Frisco and the Collin County Medical Examiner had ruled Barber's death an accident. Police spokesman provided no further elaboration on the circumstances of the 38-year-old's death, and the medical examiner's office did not immediately respond to the Associated Press for comment. 
And police were making a welfare check on June 1st when they found Barber dead at a Frisco apartment. He was believed to have been leasing. And the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it has engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Invitational Series, a new circuit being financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. The inquiry, according to player agents who have been contacted by the DOJ officials, is focused on the PGA Tour's actions regarding the official world golf ranking, Warnings it has issued to players who were contemplating joining LIV Golf and suspensions that have been levied against players who left by PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan. In other sports news, if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, they won't be calling the stadium Heinz Field anymore. They came to a new agreement with an investment firm called Acrisure. So, new name coming up there. Nothing went wrong with Heinz. Heinz just couldn't outbid Acrisure when the naming rights ran up. So, new stadium for the... Well, not a new stadium. New named stadium for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It'll be the same place. Same Steelers team. Well, I guess maybe it won't be the same Steelers team without Ben Roethlisberger. 620 here at WMBF. It's time... Six twenty-one on WMBS First News. Now it's time for Wall Street Now with Jim Ryan from ABC News. Wall Street Now: A slow start to the week for stocks, with investors eyeing more data on inflation and earnings reports this week. The Dow gave up half a percent yesterday, but still closed above thirty-one thousand. The S and P lost one point one percent. The Nasdaq two and a quarter percent. Twitter is still trying to force Elon Musk to keep his promise to buy the company. Its lawyers say Musk's efforts to spike the deal are, quote, invalid and wrongful. Musk last week said he was abandoning the $44 billion bid, citing what he calls misleading information about spam accounts. Gas prices have fallen another 13 cents in the past week to a national average 4.64 a gallon. The most dramatic declines have been in Indiana and Florida, where pump prices have fallen 48 cents. The latest sign of a pandemic recovery comes on a giant screen with Dolby surround sound. The top six movies in theaters took in a combined $240 million in domestic box office, easily eclipsing the same weekend in 2019. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Here's a on WMBF. Now it's time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Every 40 seconds in the United States, someone has a stroke. Would you know how to spot one and what to do next? Well, the acronym you want to remember is FAST. Face drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulty, and time to call 911. Remember, every minute counts. That's because a stroke prevents blood from reaching part of someone's brain. And restoring that blood flow as quickly as possible is the only thing that matters. How can you prevent a stroke? Well, the same way you prevent heart disease. You gotta eat a healthy diet, you gotta get enough exercise, plenty of sleep, you wanna limit the amount of alcohol you drink, and of course, no smoking. But the warning signs that you should be especially aware of include high blood pressure, high cholesterol numbers, for stroke prevention, and for so many other reasons, you should talk.
talk to your doctor about a specific plan to get those numbers down. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything. Helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. And that was A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Now it's time for another check on traffic and weather. It's 626 here at WMBF. Right now, the New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's through Tuesday, July 12th, today, so... You know, about half an hour. That should be about cleared up there. Shouldn't cause too many problems. And morning commuters may still be noticing some possible delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions. From Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work runs from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. started on Wednesday and will run through this coming Thursday. So if you take 201 to work, give yourself a little extra time to get there this morning. Also, starting last night, New York State Department of Transportation will be conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. They're going to be removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Now, check on weather. Pretty hot morning in downtown Bampton, despite the absence of sun. It's 69 degrees downtown. Humidity is about 70%. Today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 9 a.m. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds, partly sunny with a high near 86 degrees. Those winds could gust as high as 23 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 40%. Tonight, patchy fog after 4 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 60 degrees. Tomorrow, a slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. And a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny. The high near 82 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 59. And Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 80 degrees. And Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56. 628 on WMBF. I was 50. News Radio 12.90 WMBF. 6.30 on WMBF. Now it's time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
NBC Entertainment News. I am inevitable. Josh Brolin's Thanos was the big bad in the Avengers films, but the latest Marvel movie, Thor Love and Thunder, features a brand new villain in Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. Oh, God, just will die. He's my favorite villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I love everyone I've worked with. That's Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. You kind of find yourself going, ah, it's, what he's doing is wrong, but I get the sort of the motivation behind it. Marvel's owned by Disney, parent company of ABC News. For 60 years, every James Bond film has featured that instantly recognizable theme. Monty Norman's the man who composed it. He died Tuesday, according to his official website. He was 94. Isn't this fun? Hulu's renewed their hit comedy, Only Murders in the Building, for a third season. And Fleetwood Mac's Christine McVie turned 79 today. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. It's 69 degrees at 632. And while the National Weather Service has been saying just a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon, the airport is reporting a little light rain right now with the 69 degrees. The forecast for today, we could have some sunshine as well. And then, of course, with the the moisture in the air means a very humid day today, a high in the mid-80s. And we could have possibly some strong thunderstorms this afternoon. The January 6th committee is preparing to highlight how violent extremist groups answered what one lawmaker said was Donald Trump's siren call to come to Washington. The panel investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol is set to convene today. The committee is probing whether extremist groups coordinated with White House allies ahead of the violence. Leaders and members of the far-right Proud Boys and Oath Keepers are facing rare sedition charges for their alleged roles in the attack. The implications of the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade are reverberating nationwide as states reemerge as new battlefields for abortion rights. A Utah judge yesterday granted a request from Planned Parenthood to delay implementing that state's trigger law banning most abortions. The decision keeps them legal up to 18 weeks until the court rules on a lawsuit challenging a stricter ban. Meanwhile, a Minnesota judge has declared most of that state's restrictions on abortion unconstitutional. Gas prices rose quickly a month ago. Now they're dropping quickly. In the past month, regular unleaded has dropped over 30 cents a gallon, and Gas Buddy reports we are right now experiencing the longest streak of downward gas prices since the beginning of the pandemic. 30 cents for a 20-gallon tank means filling up is costing $6 less every time somebody fills up. More than that in some areas. The Energy Department reporting now the average price of regular unleaded is down 13 more cents in the past week to four sixty-five a gallon. Not cheap, but it is down. Alex Stone, EBC News. WMBF First News Time 634. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say a Brooklyn man is facing drug charges after crashing a vehicle in Franklin. The sheriff's officials say they were called about a crash July 2nd on County Route 21. The authorities say they found the vehicle had been reported stolen out of New York City in June. Deputies searched the stolen car and say they found a loaded gun. 
money and a quantity of drugs, as well as drug paraphernalia. 29-year-old Victor Grindel of Brooklyn was one of three people in the car that was taken to the hospital for treatment of injuries suffered in that crash. And Grindel is being charged with criminal possession of stolen property and criminal possession of a weapon. He was remanded to the Delaware County Correctional Facility to answer to those charges at a later date. The two other people who had been in the car and treated for injuries in an area hospital are still on the loose and arrest warrants have been issued. Another Brooklyn man injured after crashing a vehicle in Delaware County is also facing charges. Sheriff's officials say 25-year-old Matthew Felonen had to be extracted from the vehicle that crashed July 5th in the town of Franklin. According to a news release issued by the Delaware County Sheriff's Office, Felonen was airlifted to a local hospital by LifeNet. Investigators say they found the vehicle Fenelon had been driving it was with a suspended registration, and Fenelon has been operating the vehicle while his driving privileges had been suspended by the state. Authorities say they were able to make contact with Fenelon three days after he had been released from the hospital, and he was arrested for aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and operating a motor vehicle with a suspended registration. In addition, Fenelon was ticketed for speeding and moving from a lane unsafely and operating a motor vehicle without insurance. He was released on an appearance ticket in order to appear in town of Franklin Court at a later date. WMBF First News Time, 636. The American Civic Association in Binghamton is getting some help upgrading its environmental systems at the Front Street offices. The nonprofit agency has helped immigrants in the area get settled in the southern tier for decades and has been dealing with an air conditioning and heating system that's older than most of the people working there. Now, the city is providing $150,000 from the Federal Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act funding to replace the American Civic Association building's air conditioning and air handling unit that's about 60 years old. The new unit will improve the energy efficiency of the building, which can save the ACA money on fuel bills. The new unit will also address a more contemporary concern. In the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, the issue of indoor air quality has become much more important, if not essential, to ongoing operations. The new system includes a modern air sanitation system, which can help reduce the transmission of airborne contaminants like COVID-19 in the workplace. The ACA was founded in 1939 and serves immigrants and refugees in the greater Binghamton area, offering citizenship classes, English as a second language classes, legal clinics, translation assistance, and other services. It's 637, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. News Radio. here at WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, and Kathy White. Pretty rough morning so far. I feel like I'm maybe just recovering a little bit from yesterday. I went on a run, and it's not something that I normally do anymore. I used to run. I ran in high school and for about three months or so in college before I realized that running was terrible. But now that I'm trying it again, I've found that I'm in pain all the time. And I'm always out of breath. Running is the worst. <laughs> I've always said I don't run unless something's chasing me. That's, I mean, that's a good philosophy. But I remember, you know, now I'm trying to get some cardio, trying to get fit now that I have a more permanent job and a more permanent apartment you know, more permanent life plans and say, you know what I should do next? I should try to 
get some cardio in, get some exercise in. And I don't have a gym here, so the only way for me to do that is to run. And, you know, it's it's not fun. I don't know why I did it for so long in high school. And I, I was even, you know, I was fairly competitive. I ran 500 miles one summer getting ready for a cross-country season. Really? Yeah, and I ended up getting a stress fracture in my hip because of that, which was not great. <laughs> but it was I'm sorry to I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's... Kathy, you should have seen me my senior year of high school. I was as tall as I am now, but I was like 140 pounds. It was I was straight up malnutritioned. I looked like a, a thin rail. If I hid behind a telephone pole, you wouldn't be able to see me. And quit running like my third month in college. And I said, you know what? Like nothing comes after college track, so why am I still doing this? See, now I'm one of my former co-hosts, the, the guy that was like six foot eight, um, loved him to pieces. He's in Altoona now, but he is, he still runs. And he's been in every, when he was living here, he entered every single 5K and everything else. And there was one time that he did a stunt where, and it was, it was always stuff to raise money. Uh, we dropped him off in a Wego. And he had to run back here to the studios before the morning show was done. That's truly psychotic. That's true. Like, if I had, he gets back in the studio and he's all out of breath and he's on the radio and like sweaty and <gasps> disgusting. But no, it was great. He raised money for I think it was for Danielle House, which is uh, a house here for for people that aren't familiar. Yes, where cost. where people that have it's like a Ronald McDonald House type thing. Yeah, for, for I can do. I ran are, like half a mile yesterday. I'm still out of breath right now. There's some I guess over at Binghamton University they have orientation and stuff on campus for mm-hmm. kids that are coming in. So just so you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I ran I only run. half a mile yesterday, and I'm still out of breath, so I don't know how he could have possibly done radio after running all the way here from a Wego. Well, and, and it, yeah, it, but that's that was Steve. <laughs> that, was, it, that, that was the guy I told you about that got pulled over riding his bicycle into work at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, to be fair, riding a bike at 4 o'clock in the morning is an objectively weird thing for a <laughs> police officer to see. I mean, like, hey, like, what's going on over here? Oh, you're just one of these psychopaths who well, gets no, to work was, at 6 a.m. Okay. It was silly. It was his little uh, equipment pack that was on the seat of his bicycle would swing back and forth and would occasionally cover the flashing light uh, on the back of it. I mean, this guy was so... I didn't realize we cared so much about bike safety laws. Oh, no, this guy, this guy, he had reflective vest and lights and everything. And uh, you'd have to meet the dude. Yeah. (laughs) He is beyond definition. (laughs) Maybe maybe I should try biking. Biking is easier and you go further. I can go out and do things. Cardio things like they're opening that new outdoor gym thing over at Floral Park in Johnson City. I can show you where that is. Oh, yeah, I might have to check that out. And it's free, so there you go. Oh, there, that's my favorite word, free. Free is my favorite well, word. Well, that's the radio motto. If it's free, it's for me. If it's not, it's for God. Yeah. <laughs> it's 643 here at WMBF. Riverwalk. here at WMBF. You're listening to Binghamton's First News. I'm James Kelly alongside Kathy White. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Morning commuters may be noticing some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions. From Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work, 
runs from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m., so that road work should be clearing up pretty soon, but you might see those delays start on Wednesday night and will run through Thursday. Starting last night, New York State Department of Transportation will be conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. It's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather-dependent. The New York State Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the Town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. through today. So you might see the back end of that on your way into work. Give yourself a little bit of extra time to get there. Right now, the weather in downtown Binghamton it's about 69, 70 degrees. Humidity, 70%. Today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 9 a.m. Some of those storms could produ- produce gusty winds as high as 23 miles per hour. It'll be partly sunny with a high near 86 today and a chance of rain of 40%. It may be raining a little bit where you are right now. Tonight, patchy fog after 4 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 60 degrees. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 82 degrees. Chance of rain is 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 59. Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 80 degrees. Chance of rain is only 20%. And Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56 647 on WMBF. 6.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on sports. Last night, Max Scherzer pitched seven strong innings. Luis Guillorme homered, drove in two runs, and the New York Mets beat Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves 4-1 to in the opening game of their National League East showdown. Team's at 1-2 and in the NL East right now. Braves now just, I believe, three and a half or three games behind the New York Mets in the division. It's a pretty important series. Pete Alonso also had two RBIs. Scherzer gave up only three hits, including Austin Riley's 24th home run of the year in the seventh inning. That home run cut the Mets' lead to one, but Giorme answered with a, his home run off Darren O'Day in the eighth. And Robinson Cano, who was obtained by the Atlanta Braves for only $1 in a minor league deal with the San Diego Padres on Sunday, had two hits in his Braves' debut. No Yankees game last night. Tonight, they'll be playing host to the Cincinnati Reds for the start of a three-game series. Garrett Cole will be taking the ball for the Yankees. He's got an 8-2 record with a 3.26 ERA. And Graham Ashcroft, Ashcraft will be going for the Cincinnati Reds. He's got a 4-2 record, 4.35 ERA. Yankees are expectedly heavily favorited against the lowly Cincinnati Reds. They have a 61-25 record overall, while Cincinnati is sitting at 32-54. and no game for the Rumble Ponies last night either. They'll look to break a rough streak on the road against the Erie Sea Wolves tonight at 6.05. Pre-game starts on WMBF at 5.50. If you don't feel like driving out to Erie for a baseball game, you can listen right here with Jacob Wilkins. 
The U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it has engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Invitational Series, a new circuit being financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. Something to keep an eye on, the inquiry, according to player agents who have been contacted by DOJ officials, is focused on the PGA Tour's actions regarding the official World Golf Ranking, Warnings it is issued to players who were contemplating joining LIV Golf and suspensions that have been levied against players who left by PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan. And former Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears running back Marion Barber III died of heat stroke, police said on Monday. In a statement, police in the Dallas suburb of Frisco said the Collin County Medical Examiner had ruled Barber's death an accident. Police spokesman provided no further elaboration on the circumstances of the 38-year-old's death, and the medical examiner's office did not immediately respond to a message from the Associated Press. Police were making a welfare check on June 1st when they found Barber dead at a Frisco apartment that he was believed to have been leasing. Some business news. Amazon is heading into its annual Prime Day sales event today, much differently than how it entered the pandemic. The company has long used the two-day event to lure people to its Prime membership. This year could help Amazon boost profitability amid a slowdown in overall online sales. It's quite a reversal from the early days of the pandemic when the e-commerce giant's profits soared as homebound shoppers turned to online shopping to avoid contracting the coronavirus. Now Amazon says it has too many workers and too much warehouse space. Some analysts say the excess capacity is likely to be a short-term problem for the company. 6.52 here at WMBF. Join Mark. on WMBF. Now it's time for Kim Commando. You may have noticed that those irritating car warranty robocalls have suddenly stopped. Here's why. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. For a while, I was receiving three or four car warranty robocalls every day. All claimed that my car warranty was about to expire. It wasn't, by the way. The calls, 8 billion of them a year, were actually coming from a Panama-based company owned by two characters, Roy Cox and Aaron Michael Jones. Initially, the calls couldn't be stopped because Panama is outside the Federal Communication Commission's jurisdiction. It took some time, but the FCC found another way. Late last week, the commission ordered all telephone companies, whether wired or cellular, to immediately stop delivering the calls to your phone creative legal maneuvering, for which we are all appreciative. Hey, get my daily longer podcast, perfect for walks and commutes. It's called Kim Commando Today. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of all online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of Internet searches, runs your email service, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? Big tech is powerful, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and those tech juggernauts. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, making your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts all your Internet data to keep you safe from hackers. 
without slowing your connection. Just download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you're protected. Go to expressvpn.com slash Kim to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months for free. That address again, expressvpn.com slash Kim. 6.56 here at WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, morning commuters may experience some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures. Both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work. It's running from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m., so clearing up right about now. Started on Wednesday night, and we'll run through this Thursday, July 14th. Starting last night, the New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. It's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. They're going to be removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And the New York State Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's running through today, so you might be seeing the back end of that right about now. Check on weather. It's about 69 degrees in downtown Binghamton right now. Humidity 68%. Today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 9 a.m., some of the storms could produce gusty winds as high as 23 miles per hour, partly sunny with a high near 86 degrees, chance of rain 40%. Tonight, patchy fog after 4 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 60 degrees. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 82 degrees, chance of rain 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 59 degrees. Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 a.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 80. And Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56. 6.58 on WMBF. I always wanted this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. First news on WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 67 degrees. S704, the forecast today, partly sunny, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, and a high in the mid-80s. The Endicott Police Department is asking for help in finding a missing teen who is said to be developmentally delayed. In a post on the agency's Facebook page, police say 16-year-old Damon Cop left his home on Main Street in Endicott around 4 a.m. yesterday and has not contacted family members. He is white with short, dark hair and was last seen wearing gray sweatshirt pants, a gray t-shirt, and a black hooded sweatshirt. The police provided a photo 
photo of the missing teen but have not posted specifics about the boy's height, weight, or distinguishing marks or piercings. There are no specifics available concerning any special considerations that may be required associated with COPS' developmental delay challenges. There were no updates earlier today concerning the missing teen. Anyone with information is asked to call Endicott Police at 607-785-3341, option 2, in order to reach a dispatcher in the Endicott Police Department. A Broome County man is expected to be sentenced to state prison after he admitted to repeatedly engaging in sexual activity with a boy under the age of 11. The Broome County District Attorney's Office says 62-year-old James Sullivan Jr. of Vestal pleaded guilty in Broome County Court yesterday to felony counts of criminal sexual act and sexual abuse. Sullivan admitted engaging in sexual conduct with a boy on multiple occasions between 2010 and 2016. Under a plea deal, Sullivan is to be sentenced to seven years in prison, followed by 10 years post-release supervision, sentencing tentatively scheduled for October. The allegations against Sullivan were investigated by Vestal Police and New York State Police. A Southern Tier Animal Adoption Center will soon leave the place it's called home for the past 10 years. Every Cat's Dream, which originally was called Every Dog's Dream, has announced it will be moving out of Petco on Harriel Drive and is looking to adopt out all or most of the cats as they move to a smaller location. A Facebook post did not explain the reason for the hasty departure from Petco, but people familiar with the situation said they understood the group was given 30 days to leave. Audrey Werther, who heads the organization she founded to help animals, could not be reached for comment. An employee at the Johnson City store was unable to discuss the situation and a manager was not available. Responding to a reply to the original Facebook announcement, Every Cat's Dream said they were moving to a smaller location and planned on focusing more on trap, neuter, release programs for feral cats. The post indicated the rescue would move to the pet sto- the storefront at the Dickin Memorial Animal Hospital on East Main Street in Endicott. If you remember back in 2011, where the horrific flood Petco received harsh criticism after about 100 animals drowned in the store, Broome County residents and people for ethical treatment of animals called for a criminal investigation. The company searched for another location following the flood, but decided to reopen at the same site. And after the flood, Petco CEO said the company planned to donate money to area animal welfare groups. Petco allowed every dog's dream to set up adoption center inside the Johnson City store when they resumed their operations. WMBF First News Time 707. The Vestal Central School District this week is resuming the summer food service program, offering free meals to children age 18 and younger. The meals are eat-in only and are being served Monday through Friday at the Clayton Avenue Elementary School. Breakfast is served from 8 till 9.30 a.m. and lunch from 11 a.m. till 12.30 p.m. No meals are being delivered and meals cannot be taken off-site. According to officials with the Vestal School District, the program is modified from the previous couple of years when the pandemic forced food to be handed out for takeaway and sometimes used a drive-through distribution at sites throughout the district. Those working with agencies to address food insecurity say there is an increase in the need for food services during the summer months when children who normally are able to avail themselves of the free and reduced cost school meal programs during regular school year find they are without resources for lunch and sometimes breakfast as well when school is out. The Vestal School District Summer Meals will continue through August 19th. The chief judge of New York's Court of Appeals says she will step down after more than six years presiding at the state's highest court and overseeing the state court system. 
Judge Janet Diafori said in a letter to her colleagues yesterday she will step down at the end of August and, quote, move on to the next chapter of my professional life. The 66-year-old did not elaborate on what she was planning to do next. DeFiore had been the district attorney in suburban Westchester County in 2015 when she was nominated to the court by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Almost. Good morning on this Tuesday, July 12th. 710 right now. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. It's a pretty cloudy Tuesday out there, pretty gross, so let's inject some artificial energy into your Tuesday morning. First check on traffic and weather. Right now, morning commuters may be experiencing some possible minor delays on New York 201 and Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work starting from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. And it started on Wednesday night. July 6th, running through this Thursday, July 14th. New York State Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. through today. That's probably about cleared up right now, but you may see some residual delays there. And starting last night, the New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. They're removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. And check on weather right now in downtown Binghamton. It's about 70 degrees. Humidity, roughly 75%. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms, also possible afternoon. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds as high as 25 miles per hour. But partly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Chance of rain is 50% now. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 59 degrees. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m., then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 77 degrees. Chance of rain is 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 58. And then Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m. Mostly sunny with a high near 75 degrees. Chance of rain 20%. And Thursday night, Mostly clear with a low around 56 degrees. 713, you're listening to WMBF. The Vestal. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 715 here in hour number two of Binghamton's first news. Time for a sports update. Last night, Max Scherzer pitched seven strong innings. Luis Guillorme homered and drove in two runs, and the New York Mets beat Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves 4-1 in the opening game of their National League East showdown. Pete Alonso had two RBIs, and Scherzer gave up only three hits, including Austin Riley's 24th home run of the season, and he hit in the seventh inning. 
That home run cut the Mets' lead to one, but Guillaume answered with his homer off Darren O'Day in the eighth. Robinson Cano, who was obtained by Atlanta for $1 in a minor league deal with the San Diego Padres on Sunday, had two hits in his Braves debut. It's got to be rough for Robinson Cano. Former Yankees legend, get this massive contract from the Seattle Mariners. Never really do too much in Seattle. He had a few good years, but you know, Seattle hasn't been to the playoffs since 2001. That's what you get paid for, right? You get paid to win baseball games. And now, here he is being passed around Major League Baseball basically for free. The Mets are paying most of his salary. He still is, He's getting that money, but now teams are saying, you're, you're worth $1. You're not even worth the... Uh, 30th round draft pick that we'd have to send over to San Diego for this deal. We're going to give them $1 and they're going to give you us. Tough. Tough look for Robinson Cano. Would have been a surefire Hall of Famer if not for the steroid scandal that he went through in the, I believe it was the 2021 season that he was suspended. No game for the Yankees last night. They'll be back in action tonight against the Cincinnati Reds at home. Garrett Cole on the mound, 8-2 record with a 3.26 ERA. Going up against Graham Ashcraft with a 4-2 record and a 4.35 ERA. Yankees are expectedly heavily favorited against the Cincinnati Reds, who are just 32-54 on the season. Yankees sitting at 61-25 right now. A 34-9 record in home games. How crazy is that? The Yankees have more wins at home than the Cincinnati Reds have all year. Home or away for the Cincinnati Reds. I guess that would hap- that's what happens. You know, when Tommy Pham is hitting in the heart of your order. That is a rough Cincinnati Reds team. Shame, they used to have a lot of potential over there in Cincinnati. They had a pretty strong rotation, and now, you know, the Luis Castillo rumors are floating again. The Yankees could be a possible team that ends up with Luis Castillo. Definitely been some interest in him over the years. But the Reds never really got the deal back from the Yankees that they were asking for. Rumor was that they had asked the Yankees for Peraza and Volpe. I doubt the Yankees make that trade. Maybe just Peraza. I doubt they move Volpe for basically anyone at this point, the way he's been playing in A and you know, the shortstop situation that they have right now, I wouldn't even be surprised if Peraza eventually overtakes Isaiah Kainer-Falefa at shortstop this year. Peraza's at least in AAA. He hasn't played a full season there, but I could see that in the next couple weeks or so or the next couple months if Isaiah Kainer-Falefa isn't defending well, which is really what the Yankees got him to do. And he hasn't been defending very well so far this year. I believe he's in the 13th percentile of outs above average for shortstops. So if he's not defending well and he's not hitting well, well, what's he really out there for? It certainly isn't moral support if you're the Yankees. And you know, with a 61 and 25 record, you can cover losses like that. But eventually, you got to admit that the Houston Astros are maybe creeping up on the Yankees a little bit. It might be time to make some improvements somewhere. See if Peraza can do just a little bit better than Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. And maybe you find out if a young prospect has a future with the team, or if he's just another stopgap waiting for Anthony Volpe to show up. No game for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies last night. They'll be at Erie tonight. If you don't feel like driving out to Erie, Pennsylvania for a baseball game tonight, you can listen right here on WMBF. Game's at 6.05. Pre-game starts at 6.50 with Jacob Wilkins. Other sports news. 
Former Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears running back Marion Barber III died of heat stroke. Police announced on Monday. Died on or, or around June 1st. Police were making a welfare check at his apartment, and he was believed to have been leasing, and found him dead there. The Collin County Medical Examiner ruled the death an accident, provided no further elaboration on the circumstances. And the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it has engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Invitational Series, a new circuit being financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. I've already seen a couple PGA Tour golfers jump ship and head over there, namely Phil Mickelson. I think I don't know too much about golf, but I know Phil Mickelson and I believe Bryson DeChambeau. I might be pronouncing that wrong again. I don't know much about golf because I'm I'm personally terrible at golf. Every ball I hit goes either way left or way right. Haven't really figured out how to make the ball go straight yet and how far I want it to go. And that's why I just don't play golf. I just don't invest in golf because I'm bad at it. It's very mature of me, I know. That's time for Wall Street Now with ABC's Jim Ryan. From ABC News, Wall Street Now, a slow start to the week for stocks with investors eyeing more data on inflation and earnings reports this week. The Dow gave up half a percent yesterday, but still closed above 31,000. The S&P lost 1.1 percent, the Nasdaq two and a quarter percent. Twitter is still trying to force Elon Musk to keep his promise to buy the company. Its lawyers say Musk's efforts to spike the deal are, quote, invalid and wrongful. Musk last week said he was abandoning the $44 billion bid, citing what he calls misleading information about spam accounts. Gas prices have fallen another 13 cents in the past week to a national average 4.64 a gallon. The most dramatic declines have been in Indiana and Florida, where pump prices have fallen 48 cents. The latest sign of a pandemic recovery comes on a giant screen with Dolby surround sound. The top six movies in theaters took in a combined $240 million in domestic box office, easily eclipsing the same weekend in 2019. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 722 here on WMBF. Don't miss the... Here are your political insights from ABC News. Another public hearing today for the committee investigating the January 6th riot at the Capitol. The focus today, the role played by extremist groups and what kinds of contact they had with the Trump White House before the riot. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon, whose initial refusal to testify earned him a contempt charge, losing his bid to have that trial delayed. ABC's Rachel Scott. The federal judge appointed by former President Donald Trump refusing to delay the trial of Steve Bannon, despite Bannon's last-minute offer to testify before the January 6th committee. How did you blow off Congress? Bannon has refused to cooperate with the committee, citing executive privilege, even though he had not worked in the White House for years. Bannon now says he's willing to testify before the committee. President Biden leaves for a Mideast trip later today. He'll stop in Israel, the West Bank, and Saudi Arabia. Those are your political insights. Brian Clark, ABC News. It's 724 here on WMBF. And now we're joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill. Karen, how's it going? Oh. Pardon me? 
Oh, there we go. We got you. Oh, I said it's going pretty good. How about you? Oh, it's going great. So yeah. what do we have today? <laughs> well, we're going to do a little um, a little uh, teaser on what I'm going to speak about tomorrow on, on the show. And <clears throat> what we're going to talk about is long-term care worries. And the reason is because this happens every day. You know, up at the office, people call in, I'm so confused, or an attorney will send over some people. They need to look at long-term care insurance or some way to cover, you know, those expenses if they should need help because of an accident or an illness. And help, you know, determining uh, the, the uh, home care, maybe a nursing home, assisted living, maybe uh, on a temporary basis, because a lot of it is temporary, but even then, it costs a lot of money if you don't have some kind of resource, whether it's insurance or a self-pay issue, um, you know, that you set aside maybe uh, uh, in your portfolio in your portfolio to pay for long-term care expenses. And what you know, one of the increasingly um, problems that we see is that people start to shop it around, okay, and there's so many different ways in how to protect yourself, so it becomes very confusing, and people get frustrated, and quite often, they do, you know, they don't do anything because they just can't get a handle on it, so what we're going to talk about is should you buy it? If you want to buy it, when do you buy it? What kind of insurance should you get? And how do you buy it? Because a lot of times, you know, you might be more um, suited to a hybrid product instead of a straight long-term care policy. Hybrid is a life insurance contract with a long-term care rider. Because one of the biggest complaints is what if I pay for this insurance all of these years if it's a straight long-term care policy and I don't use it? I mean, of course, you don't want to use it because that would mean you're, you know, you're sick. However, that's a lot of money that people just can't sometimes wrap their head around because there's nothing to show for it. So the industry came up with hybrid products, and we're going to talk about that because we know we're going to use our life insurance because we're all going to, you know, we're all going to not be here someday. So we'll talk about that and some costs associated with it. Now, if people want more information, they can call us up at the office. We're at 1708 Vestal Parkway East, right above uh, Plato's Closet and Style Encore, our phone number. And you have to dial 607, and I think a lot of people are getting confused about this, too, even you know, calling into the show, your show, because you have to now dial the area code. 607-772-4898, or you can Google us at KSO Insurance Solutions. All our contact information comes up, or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages, and we'll check back with you again tomorrow right around this time and get more in-depth with you know, how you can protect yourself if you need some of those services we talked about. Yeah, that sounds great because, you know, all this insurance stuff just goes right over my head. (laughs) 
Well, that's not what you do. Yeah, no, it's it's all it's very confusing. So we're we're lucky to have you here to help explain what we should shouldn't be doing, and I'm looking forward to that segment tomorrow. Very good. So thanks so much, and have a great day. You too, Karen. Okay, bye, Paul. Seven twenty-eight here on WMBF. Almost three. here on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Morning commuters may be experiencing some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work. It's running from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Started on Wednesday and will run through this Thursday. And starting last night, the New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. It's a 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. They're going to be removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. The New York State Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that's State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. through Tuesday. That's today, July 12th. So you might be seeing the back end of that. Check on weather. Right now it's about 69 degrees in downtown Binghamton. Humidity, almost 80%. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms, also possible afternoon. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds with Winds as high as 25 miles per hour. But partly sunny with a high near 81 degrees. Chance of rain 50%. Tonight partly cloudy with a low around 59 degrees. Tomorrow slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. And a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m. But mostly sunny with a high near 77 degrees. Chance of rain 30%. Tomorrow night partly cloudy with a low around 58 Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., mostly sunny with a high near 75, chance of rain 20%, and tomorrow or Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56. 732, you're listening to WMBF. My friend. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning at 67 degrees at 733. The forecast today, we're backing off on the chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. However, they are still saying some storms, if they do materialize, could produce gusty winds. Otherwise, partly sunny today. We're looking at a high in the mid-80s. Japanese have bid their final goodbye to their former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe as a family funeral was held at a temple days after the assassination that shocked the nation and the world. Abe, the country's longest-serving Prime Minister, who remained influential even after he stepped down two years ago, was gunned down Friday during a campaign speech. Hundreds of people filled pedestrian walks outside of the Zoji Temple in downtown Tokyo to fi- bid farewell to Abe. Only his widow, other close family members and senior party leaders, including Prime Minister Fumio Kashida, attended the funeral. President Joe Biden is set to meet with Mexico's president at the White House today. Following President Biden's meeting with President Lopez Obrador, a senior administration official says the U.S. expects to announce efforts to address border infrastructure and immigration, clean energy, and to combat the flow of illegal drugs. 
On immigration, the administration will focus on expanding legal pathways to both countries. And on drugs, they plan to announce a task force aimed at curbing the flow of fentanyl. Tuesday's meeting will mark Biden's second in-person meeting with President López Obrador. Mark Remillard, ABC News. WMBF First News Time, 734. Delaware County Sheriff's officials say a Brooklyn man is facing drug charges after crashing a vehicle in Franklin. The sheriff's officials say they were called about the crash July 2nd on County Road 21. The authorities say they found the vehicle had been reported stolen out of New York City in June. Deputies searched the stolen car and say they found a loaded gun, money, and a quantity of drugs, as well as drug paraphernalia. 29-year-old Victor Grinnell of Brooklyn was one of three people in the car that was taken to the hospital for treatment of injuries. And Grinnell was charged with criminal possession of stolen property and criminal possession of a weapon. He was sent to the Delaware County Jail to answer to the charges at a later date. But the two other people who had been in the car and treated for injuries in an area hospital are still on the loose, and arrest warrants have been issued. Another Brooklyn man injured after crashing a vehicle in Delaware County also is facing charges. Sheriff's officials say 25-year-old Matthew Felonen had to be extracted from his vehicle that crashed July 5th in the town of Franklin. According to the sheriff's office, Fenelon was airlifted to a local hospital. Investigators say they found the vehicle had been that he had been driving was on a suspended registration and he had been operating the vehicle while his driving privileges had been suspended. The authorities say they were able to make contact with Fenelon three days after he was released from the hospital and he was arrested for aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and operating a motor vehicle with a suspended registration. In addition, he was ticketed for speeding and moving from a lane unsafely as well as operating a motor vehicle without insurance. He was released on an appearance ticket in order to appear in town of Franklin Court at a later date. WMBF First News Time is 7.36. The new head of the Broomcott Tioga BOCES is getting settled in. New District Superintendent Rebecca Stone is getting acquainted with staff this week after being appointed to the job by the BOCES Board of Education in a unanimous vote last Thursday. Stone previously was a superintendent of schools in the Marathon School District for over 10 years. There are 15 local school districts in the Broom Tioga system. School starts, by the way on September 8th. Mark your calendar. It's 736, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Good morning. It's 738 here on this July 12th. 738 at WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. July 12th is Different Colored Eyes Day. Max Scherzer. I love that. Max Scherzer has different colored eyes. It's part of why they call him Mad Max, but also because he's a legitimate psychopath when he pitches. Really? Um, Oh, yeah. I yeah. know cats that have different colored eyes, but I've never met a person with different colored eyes. Oh, yeah. No, he when he was even here in Binghamton, he made his first rehab start at home when we set that record over at Morabito Stadium. WMBF crew just happened to be there alongside with the other Town Square media people. But he he gave up a home run on his last pitch, and he pitched pretty well. 
I mean, he was fine. He gave up a home run on his last pitch. And when you looked at him in the dugout afterwards, you know, first rehab start back. He's been gone for six weeks trying to get back to the New York Mets. Doesn't care about the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. He looked like he had lost Game 7 of the World Series on a walk-off home run. He was so mad. Nothing like what Chris Sale did. In the, he had a rehab start last week uh, or earlier this week, in a, and he just destroyed a minor league clubhouse because he didn't pitch very well. Wow. Different colored eyes. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I don't it's have mysterious. different colored eyes, but I found out yesterday I have one eye that's nearsighted, one eye that's farsighted, and they kind of work with each other to cancel it out. So that's interesting. I guess I'm supposed to drive with one eye and read with the other. Should we get you a pirate patch? I think that would be really good for branding do for the studio. Do you know if we the get a real pirate reason patch. pirates wore yes, patches? I do, actually, because they wore, they needed to adjust their eyes to the darkness, so they would wear an eye patch during the day, and then when it was dark out, they well, would switch when they're the going eye. down into the cabin, in into the interior of the ship from bright sunshine. They moved the patch to the other side because they were going into a dark area. Because you know how it is when you go from the you know sunshine from your car into a dark building. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's, it's coming into here in the morning. There's no lights on upstairs, and you know I, I get here just when the sun is just starting to rise. So oh it's sure, rub a it little, in. Yeah, I know, right? Well, <laughs> I, the birds aren't even I, sitting. Yeah, I had that week where it was the middle of the night, straight up, and I was just listening to the things that were coming over the police scanner, and it's pretty weird, pretty you know what you would expect to hear over a police scanner at two o'clock in the morning. Night too. Oh boy! So yeah. we're gonna have a lot of stories to report today. Yeah, no, it's it was pretty. We don't say the Q word because that's a jinx. We say it was uneventful. But you've got another stint of the early morning coming up in a couple weeks. I know. I'm I'm mentally preparing for that already. When I saw that time off request, I was like, oh, man, not again. I I want to do it again. I got a bunch of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, get all your vacation out now. And then you know what? When it's winter time and I don't have to worry about, you know, coming in at 2 o'clock in the morning in negative 30-degree weather, it'll be fine. It will have been worth it. It's never minus 30. In in upstate New York. Well, I can't say upstate New York. I got in trouble for calling Binghamton yes, upstate. Yes, you did, because we are not the North Country and we're not Buffalo. It's still cold here. I mean, my not father went to college 30. here. I've, I've experienced Minus 30 Binghamton. is Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. That, it might have been an exaggeration for exaggerations <laughs> effect, but it is going to be super cold. And I'm going to personally be happy to not be coming in at 2 o'clock in the morning. Coming in at 5 o'clock in the morning. Let me see if I have time left to put down for December. I'll get that extra 5 degrees or so coming towards the sunlight. And that's, you know, that's halfway there to the hottest it's going to get all day. If it's 10 degrees and 2 a.m. and it's 15 degrees when I get here, 20 degrees when the sun is out, then, you know, I, I got off pretty easy. I've been here a long time. I got a lot of vacation acc- accumulated. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's That's not great. That's not good to know. And it's the worst because I'm the one who has to approve those two. So every time they come through, it's like, oh, man. You can't man, say no. Not again. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, Kathy. I can't. Yeah, I can't do it this week. <laughs> it's, that. We have uh, something or other coming up and you need to be here. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. 742 here at WMBF. First. here at WMBF, listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, alongside Kathy White. 
Time for a check on traffic and weather. Right now, morning commuters may be experiencing some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work. Time of work is 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Started on Wednesday night and will run through this coming Thursday. So if you take 201 to work, give yourself a little bit of extra cushion to get there on time. Make sure nobody gets fired today. New York State Department of Transportation is advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That's running through today, Tuesday, July 12th. And starting last night, the New York State Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4. That's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather dependent. They're going to be removing the old bridge which carried Front Street over I-81. Right now it's about 69 degrees in downtown Binghamton. Humidity approaching 80%. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible afternoon. Some of these storms could produce gusty winds, partly sunny with a high near 81. Chance of rain 50%. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 59 degrees. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Then a chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 77 degrees. Chance of rain 30%. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 58 degrees. And Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 75 degrees, chance of rain 20%, and Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56 degrees. 746, you're listening to WMBF. Hey, I just got... Seven forty-seven here at WMBF. Time for a sports update. Last night, Max Scherzer pitched seven strong innings. Luis Guillorme homered and drove in two runs. And the New York Mets beat Max Fried and the Atlanta Braves four to one in the opening game of their National League East showdown. Pete Alonso also had two RBIs, and Scherzer gave up only three hits, including Austin Riley's twenty-fourth home run of the season in the seventh inning. That home run cut the Mets' lead to one, but Guillaume answered with his homer off Darren O'Day in the eighth. Robinson Cano, obtained by Atlanta for $1 in a minor league deal with the San Diego Padres on Sunday, had two hits in his Braves' debut. You know, it's actually a pretty good day for Robinson Cano after getting traded for a singular dollar. Kind of rough. It's kind of rough to know that I have more money than Atlanta gave to San Diego for Robinson Cano in my wallet right now. I'm sure that's not a good feeling for him. But two hits. That is a good feeling. Atlanta Braves only a couple games behind the Mets in the NL East right now, so this is a pretty important series. No Yankees game last night. They're going to be opening a three-game series at home against the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Garrett Cole will take the ball for the Yankees. He's got an 8-2 record with a 3.26 ERA. And Graham Ashcraft will be going for the Cincinnati Reds. 4-2 record with a 4.35 ERA. The Yankees are, as expected, heavily favorited in this game. 
The Yankees have a 61-25 and record overall, including a 34-9 record at home games. That's compared to Cincinnati's 32-54 and overall record. So the Yankees have more home wins than the Cincinnati Reds have wins overall. Not great for them. But again, that's what happens when Tommy Pham is hitting in the middle of your lineup. No game for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies last night either. Tonight they'll be at the Erie Seawolves. Game starts at 6.05, and if you're not going to drive out to Erie to see it in person, you can listen right here on WMBF. Pre-game starts at 5.50. In other sports news, the U.S. Department of Justice has opened an investigation into the PGA Tour's handling of its players and whether it is engaged in anti-competitive behavior during its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Invitational Series, a new circuit being financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. The inquiry, according to player agents who have been contacted by DOJ officials, is focused on the PGA Tour's actions regarding the official world golf rankings. Warnings it has issued to players who are contemplating joining the LIV Golf and suspensions that have been levied against players who left by PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan. And former Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears running back Marion Barber III reportedly died of heat stroke. The police were making a welfare check on June 1st when they found Barber dead at a, Fritz, at a Frisco apartment that he was believed to have been leasing. In the statement, police in the Dallas suburb said the Collin County Medical Examiner had ruled Barber's death an accident provided no further elaboration on the circumstances of the 38-year-old's death. 7.50 here at WMBF. Prescription problem. on WMBF. Time for a check on some business dealings before ABC's Tech Trends. A drug company is seeking U.S. approval for the first birth control pill that women could buy without a prescription. The request from a French drug maker on Monday sets up a high-stakes decision for the Food and Drug Administration amid the political fallout from the Supreme Court's recent decision overturning Roe v. Wade. If the FDA grants the company's request, women would be able to buy the pill from HRA Pharma over-the-counter, similar to common pain relievers. Birth control pills are available without a prescription in many parts of the world. And the St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard says last week's jobs report points to a solid U.S. economy with little sign of recession on the horizon and one that can withstand higher interest rates. Financial markets are flashing signs that an economic downturn could arrive sometime next year as Americans grapple with the highest inflation in four decades and the Fed pushes borrowing costs higher. But Bullard said in an interview with the Associated Press on Monday that the central bank wouldn't have to drive the economy into a recession or significantly raise unemployment to bring inflation down to its 2% target. Now it's time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends, Amazon Prime Day officially underway. From air fryers to headphones, Prime members can enjoy discounts across Amazon today and tomorrow. Valentina Palladino is the commerce editor at Engadget, the easiest way to sort through all the sales. She says save your must-have items on the wish list function. You can just go and refer to that wish list 
see what's on sale um, and pick up what you want at the time um, rather than kind of sifting through all of the deals that you might see when you immediately go to the homepage. Not a Prime member? Shop elsewhere. Prime Day has kind of been the signal to other retailers, retailers like Walmart and Target, um, to have their own competing sales. Target's Deal Days is happening online now through the 13th. Other major chains will also try to rival the online powerhouse. In the past, a lot of the sales that we'll see at Amazon on Prime Day have been matched by other retailers. With Tech Trends, Chuck Severson, ABC News. Join Mark. on WMBF. Time for another check on traffic and weather. Morning commuters may notice some possible minor delays on New York 201 in Johnson City due to single-lane nighttime closures in both directions from Riverside Drive to New York 17 for bridge work. It runs from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Started on Wednesday and will run through this coming Thursday. Department of Transportation is also advising motorists that State Route 17 westbound between exits 70 and 69 in the town of Union will be reduced to a single lane for pothole repair from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. through today. And starting last night, the Department of Transportation is conducting single and double lane closures and occasional slowdowns in alternating directions on I-81 from exit 6 to exit 4, that's the 1781 split. Work is expected to last approximately three weeks and is weather-dependent. Check on weather. Right now it's about 69 degrees in downtown Binghamton, 80% humidity. Today, chance of showers with thunderstorms, also possible afternoon. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds, but partly sunny with a high near 81 degrees and a 50% chance of rain. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 59. Tomorrow, slight chance of showers between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. And chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 77, 30% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low around 58. Thursday, slight chance of showers with thunderstorms also possible after 2 p.m., but mostly sunny with a high near 75, 20% chance of rain. And Thursday night, mostly clear with a low around 56, 758 on WMBF. Finding is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. WNBF! 7.59, we're closing out hour number two here of Binghamton's First News with myself, James Kelly, and Kathy White. If you're looking for Bob Joseph's Binghamton now, well, you're going to have to wait an extra hour. You get one more hour of me and Kathy. Well, that's exciting. So if you want to call in, hold on to your questions. Wait for 9 o'clock for Bob. Up next, ABC News.